how much more doth beauty beauteous seem by that sweet ornament which truth doth give. Welcome to The Troubadour Show, and today I'm going to be giving you another poetry reading and analysis. This one is Sonnet 54 by William Shakespeare. This is considered one of his more simple, straightforward poems, but I don't think that means that it's less worthy or less important. In fact, I think there's a lot we can get out of this poem and understand about this poem and apply to our own everyday lives. Part of what he's trying to say is a thing and an idea that we often hear today as beauty is on the inside, not the outside, or better put, I think, is beauty should match. Beauty on the outside should match beauty on the inside. Doesn't always, and he talks about this, of course, but it should. It should be a beautiful person on the outside, should be beautiful on the inside. And a beautiful person on the inside should, you know, try to be as beautiful on the outside as they can. And, you know, this isn't necessarily a proscription on how to live or, you know, get cosmetic surgery, but it's more about a feeling that we have as lovers or as people who are dating somebody. Hopefully you're dating someone that you find beautiful on the outside and the inside. And on the inside, what he means, and I'll just give you this and then I will read the text and then we'll discuss it more as we go. But he gives basically truth and integrity are key elements of being on the inside, on the inside, a beautiful person to have truth and integrity. And that's a pretty tall order for a lot of people, I think. Being integrity, having integrity with your own set of values and living and, you know, breathing your own set of values and views and approaches to life. And then, you know, staying with that. And integrity means integrating those things into your life. Okay, so let me do a reading of the poem and then we'll go kind of line by line. If you don't understand everything, that's okay. I, every Everyday usage, you're not talking in these and thous and doths and such. Doth basically just means does. But we'll go through this and I'll kind of translate, give you some un- understanding of it and give you some things hopefully to think about of this idea of beauty being on the inside and the outside. What can that look like? You know, we hear this all the time. What are different ways of thinking about it? Okay, so let's go through this poem. Uh, I'll, like I said, I'll read it and then we'll talk about it. How much more doth beauty, beauteous seem by that sweet ornament which truth doth give? The rose looks fair, but fairer we it deem for that sweet odor which doth in it live. The canker blooms have full as deep a dye as the perfumed tincture of the roses. Hang on such thorns and play as wantonly when summer's breath their masked buds discloses. But for their virtue only is their show, they live unwooed and unrespected fade. Die to themselves. Sweet roses do not so. Of their sweet deaths are sweetest odors made. And so of you, beauteous, lovely, youth, when that shall fade, by verse distills your truth. Okay, so that's it, 14 lines, pretty simple. Now we start off with this, I think, enigma, this odd way of putting words together, where he starts, oh, so there's this kind of lament, oh, you hear the poets do that a lot, like a sigh, an exclamation, oh, 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 how much more doth beauty beauteous seem by that sweet ornament which truth doth give. Now, we can look at that as, you know, beauty seems so much more beautiful 
when it comes with honesty and integrity, doth does beauty beauteous seem by that sweet ornament which truth gives. So again, we think about an ornament, something you put on the outside, something you put on the outside of a building, a tree to make you look better. It's, it's surface level. It doesn't go deep. So we want something that's deeper. How much more? There's something more does beauty beauteous. Beauteous is obviously beautiful, looking good, but beauty beauteous. He's trying to put these two words together uh, to help us think about these things as inside and outside. So let's keep going because he's now, he has this kind of enigmatic way of speaking, and then he's going to give us a metaphor to kind of break it down and think about it. So a metaphor is a comparison of things. So we have, let me start this, this metaphor off. The rose looks fair, but fairer we it deem. So we deem roses even more fair. So we like what they look like. It's like, oh, this is a beautiful rose. Why don't you have this? I give this to a lover. But it looks fairer. We we as humans deem it fair for that sweet odor which doth which does in it live. So because there's this odor that lives inside the uh, the rose that is part of it. Think of it as the comparison is the the odor is like the truth and integrity on the inside, the the character, the internal soul of a person, and the outside is the the rose looks fair. So again, you have a person. Think of uh, the comparison is rose to person. Rose is beautiful on the outside. A person is beautiful on the outside. The person he's talking to in this poem. Odor is the uh, the comparison or the analogy or the metaphor, or the relationship, the com- the thing inside. The human is the soul, uh, the the thing that lives within the human, which is the soul. The thing. So you have the outside, excuse me, the fair, and the outside look external or look looks beauty, and then the inside. Uh, the sweet odor comparison. So think of those two compared. So that's what the f- beginning of this rose metaphor is doing. Now he continues with the canker blooms have full as deep a dye as the perfume tincture of the roses. Now a canker bloom is something you should look up if you don't know what that is. I didn't know what it was. I'm not a botanist. So there's stuff I, not, there's a lot of stuff I don't know. So canker bloom is, apparently is something, I don't know if they still use this terminology, but it's something that uh, especially it's another word for a wildflower, but he's calling it a canker. Think of it like a canker sore. This is a you know bad thing, but it's something that um, will have the perfumed. It'll look, it'll have as deep a dye. So it looks like it's got the same coloring as a rose as the perfume tincture of the roses. But here we continue the poem. Hang on such thorns and play as wantonly when summer's breath, their mask, but discloses. So we have this canker bloom. Again, a canker is not a good thing. So we, we, we already know that this is no rose. Something's wrong with this canker bloom. But he says that this canker bloom, which are again, wildflowers, they have as full a deep a dye as the roses, as the perfumed roses. So they, they look as like them or they have, you know, deep color like them. They have the thorns. They play out in the summer when we, we look at them with summer's breath. Breath when the masked buds are disclosing, that means they're opening up because it's summertime. But so he continues in the stanza uh, or, or in the poem. But for their virtue only is their show. They live unwooed and unrespected, fade, die to themselves. Woo. So he's saying again that these flowers, these canker flowers he's looking at, they may look a little bit like a rose. They may have some of the colorings of a rose, 
but they are going to die unwooed and unrespected by themselves. No one is going to love and woo, W-O-O, seduce, use them as part of the the, uh, aspects of love because they're unrespected or they're going to be unrespected and they're going to die alone. Now, you know, we're not going to get into botany. You could find different types of flowers, but the, you know, there's value to, the, to different types of flowers. But the point he's making is again, rose as think of it in a general sense, we think of the rose as the epitome of beauty in the flower world. Now I know a lot of people who don't agree with that and that's totally fine, but we're in a poetic world here. We're in the realm of Shakespeare's imagination. He's talking about canker blooms. So hopefully you're not as a fan of canker blooms. Maybe they, ha- and, and part of why he's saying there's a difference though, is that the rose has the beauty on the outside, right? It's got the deep dye and it's got the perfume. That's the key. Just like, so when you're looking at a beautiful person, you should look at somebody who's got the beautiful on the outside and they have the truth and integrity on the inside. Now, you may think that that's really hard to find something like that, someone like that. Yeah, it kind of is. But, you know, that's they're out there. And um, Shakespeare found one himself and wrote a poem to him. Okay, so we're going to continue. So again, this canker bloom is like a rose because it has the outside look of beauty, but it doesn't have the inside uh, fragrance. So they're going to die alone. Now, by the way, I think there is some truth to that. You know, I will just say that if you look at a person's life and you think, oh, look how beautiful they are. They have all these great things. People love them. They have boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, whatever. And But if you learn that they're a bad person on the inside, I promise you that if they don't figure out how to become a better person over time, have better character, soul, truth, integrity, their life on the inside, even if you don't see it, even if they're really good at their show, as Shakespeare puts it, they w- they are living a miserable life. They're just not showing it to you. You just don't see it. But on the inside, and on the outside of their life, if you were to be a fly on the wall, when there is no show, when there is no Instagram, their life is miserable. Uh, I, I believe that very deeply, that that's very true, that the internal soul is very important to how you experience the world. Okay, so here's the finishing of the, ne- the next sentence. So again, these canker blooms die by themselves. And then he continues, sweet roses do not so. Of their sweet deaths are sweetest odors made. So when a sweet rose dies, unlike when a canker bloom dies, the canker bloom dies by itself, unwooed and unrespected, you know, because it doesn't have, people just let it rot on the ground because it doesn't have the inner fragrance, but a sweet rose, no, no, no. When they die, they they release odors. Shakespeare is saying, I don't know if this is biologically true, uh, but they, you know, release extra odors as they die. And because of that, their deaths are sweet. And there's because of their sweetest odors. And then the last two lines, which are always very important to a Shakespearean sonnet, is um, he's answering this kind of overall question about integrity, the internal and the external. And so of you, beauteous and lovely youth, when that shall fade, my verse distills your truth. And I think by that, he's saying beauteous and lovely youth, when your outer beauty fades, your inner truth and integrity will be distilled think about distilling flowers into perfume will be distilled by my poetry. Now that's pretty, you know, bold of Shakespeare to say that, but it's true. I think and cuz we're talking about this person, this lovely youth from 1590 uh or yeah, 1590s or early 1600s, hundreds of years later. So, 
Shakespeare kind of was correct that the beauty faded on that person. And people say that this was a young man that Shakespeare was infatuated with. But nevertheless, um, we're talking about this poem. And so the perfume, the inspiration that this beautiful person had, and again, this applies to a human, a male, a female, whatever, who you can apply this in your life. Who is that person to you? Who do you know that's beautiful on the outside and beautiful on the inside where they have that inner truth? And this poem encapsulates that feeling you might have. Okay, so it's a, again, I think it's a very simple poem uh, for a Shakespearean sonnet, but it's unlocked by reading the entire thing, by thinking about the metaphor, which is roses that look beautiful on the outside. They're, the reason we love them is because they also have the fragrance inside, whereas a canker bloom has only the outer and not the inner. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that. That is another Troubadour solo show. And if you have any questions, please leave a comment or um, you know, go to troubadourmag.com. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time.